You're listening to a DM podcast. You've got to look at how you're defining success, right? If you're defining success based on monetary gain, sure, we're, pro- we're probably not successful. But if you're defining success by actually achieving what you sought out to do, which is create a safe space for women, help women feel less alone through shared experiences, well, I'd say we're doing that. So we're successful in that. G'day and welcome to Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks. I'm Jules and today Stocks and I went behind the podcast with Jules and Jones, the mercurial hosts and creators of the Good Bitch Podcast. Now, the first time I listened to this podcast, I was with my wife, we were driving to dinner and I wanted to use her as a bit of a test case because I'm not really the target demo. It sort of does skew female, city living, dating. I'm off the table on all of those. Basically, yeah, we listened to the podcast and I asked my wife when we got to dinner, I said, what do you think of that? And she said, I'll listen to these girls talk about anything. (laughs) So for me, that's what you're looking for, right? So they've got this incredible chemistry. It's like they're best friends, but there's a lot more to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they had a bit of a unique origin story anyway, which they'll, they'll go into. Not quite the way that a lot of podcasts have come together, but yeah, definitely something to listen out for. Yeah, a bit of K-poppy, Simon Cowell sort of That's right. Australian idolship. But they've got tons of energy. And yeah, as you mentioned with your wife, I mean, the one thing that they're incredible at is really connecting with the audience and growing that kind of devoted following. Yeah, the audience, what, the, the GBs. The GBs, that's it. Yeah. So look, let's get stuck into it. Jules and Jodes, tell us why you started Good Bitch. So we created Good Bitch because we wanted to help. Well, it started off with just wanting to help women Mm. feel less alone through our shared experiences. I remember I was at um, brunch one day with my girlfriends and she was saying, oh, you know, like um, she went on a really awful date and she said, I I would never tell anyone this, but I I did imagine my whole life being with this guy. Mm. And I was like, duh, we all do it. And that's kind of the crux of Good Bitch is those things that you're like, Duh, we've all done it, but no one's talking about it. Just the first date visualisation of a future. Yeah, exactly. I think we've been there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was walking down the aisle when we were walking to the pub. Yeah, we're all guilty of it, Mm -hmm. so Mm. perfect, perfect summarisation. And then taking back a little bit before the conceit of the show, how did you guys meet and what's your kind of history, I suppose, individual and then together? Yeah, I mean, I guess just at a glance, looking at your podcast, it presents as this, we're best mates, we're friends forever, mm, we, we came yeah. up with this maybe on a bottomless brunch or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Very and, then, and then we sit in the bedroom together when we started out and we just chat about our lives. Yeah. But not really the case. Well, it's funny that you say that because, uh, you know, our audience, our GBs, as we call mm. them, they, as you said, they assume that we're best mates. They assume that we've known each other forever because we have such an organic, natural chemistry. Mm. But truth be told, Jules and I were actually put together um, through an audition. We auditioned with this, um, you know, media company. Um, there was originally a producer involved. Mm. Um, we went through that whole process, didn't we? Mm. Many, many girls lined up. Um, I was a little bit earlier on in the process than mm. Jules. Apparently I was the last round of auditions. Yeah, you were mm. the last round. So I had signed on and I was like, yep, I'm in it to win it. Let's do it. Let's find my co-host. And I hadn't really found anyone that I clicked with. And then as soon as Jules w- walked in, I said, I want her. I won't do it unless it's her. Make it happen. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. Ha- and I didn't Whoa. really. Yeah. Until six months later, Jodes was like, no, no, no. I was only going to do 
well, what start like what was good bitch now? If it you were my co-host specifically, I was like, oh, thank yeah. you, babe. And at the time, they were putting together a couple of podcasts, right? Mm. And there were different dynamics. So there was like groups of sort of three hosts mm. and mm. groups of two. And I said, look, I'm only interested in it being a duo, and I only want her. Like mm. I could just see the vision, and I, yeah. I knew where it needed to go. And as soon as I met Jules, I was like, we've got something here. Let's let's do it. And she was just obviously on board, and mm. thus good bitch was born. Yeah. Wow, it sounds very. K-pop audition. Yeah. yeah. What was the ad you responded to, or what was what got you in? What, did, what was the pitch? Funny enough, mine was actually I don't know what Joe's this was, but yeah. we talked about this. We so haven't. here's a um, he's exclusive. A, yeah, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. mine was um, you know we're all about the universe. We're quite woo woo. Joe's and I we're mm. all about manifestation and stuff. And I was on Facebook one night and I was like, fuck it, I can't. I'm just gonna close this down. Like, what am I doing? And then I was like, I just can't sleep. I'm just going to look at it one more time. You know, I'm just going to scroll one more time. Yeah. And the first thing page that came up was this girl had posted on this random girl, girls group, like Sydney's girls group that I'd, and she was like, hi, we're looking for, and it's always been, there's always been, I've always wanted to do it at the crux. Like I've always wanted to have a platform where I lift other women up. Mm. I didn't know what the fuck that looked like. Mm. Obviously a podcast back then was, yeah, it was going, but it was kind of just more so starting. So that's where I saw it. Where did you see it? I got an email from like a casting website. It might have been like a star now, oh, wow. something super, you know, low level like that, that mm. I'd signed up to just to see what was in the mix in Sydney. Mm. And I saw the email, you know, looking for female podcasters mm-hmm. within this age bracket, um, you know, with a passion for talking, super opinionated. And I was like, oh, say less, my king. Yeah, so I responded to that and away we went. And had you had any media experience or anything before, or was it an interest of yours to get into that? Because I know, like you, you've I think so listening stand-up? to the show, yeah, you've done yeah, some stand up and yeah. You, you were doing so I've sort done a bit of stand up comedy. I've done a lot of presenting, but one thing that I found was a blockage for me personally. I won't speak for Jules, but coming into the Sydney market was my Kiwi accent. Right. Mm. You I got get, one, right. Yeah, yeah, I do have one. So a lot of times for auditions, whether it was like a music video or a commercial or a casting, I would have to... Um, what they call, you know, neutralise my accent. Yeah. Mm. And I can do so, but I don't feel like I'm being my authentic self in doing that. Yeah. Mm. So for me, podcasting was such a new, exciting avenue that when that particular opportunity came up, I just jumped on it because I wasn't really gr- breaking any ground in Sydney with the presenting or likewise. Do you know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Jules? What was your journey? Completely opposite. I think people have always known that once they can put me on a stage or a, with mm. a mic underneath me, I can just talk talk and talk and I've always had that natural gift of the gab. Yeah. Uh, Jodes and I always joke, we're both raised in pubs. Like we have very like pub dads. So hence yeah. why we can talk to anyone and we can <laughs> give it back just as hard. But no, not not so much experience. Um, there is a well-known publication that definitely used me for presenting, but no actual experience. Just yeah. school of hard knocks or whatever all the old people say on Instagram. The, yeah. Yeah, the best school, the school there is. Part, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's the thing about podcasting is you can really just you know take control of your own destiny mm. and, and start one really if you want to and then you guys have come in through a unique way mm. but those kind of barriers to entry that are usually there and you know if you're talking about accents there's a myriad of others challenges that people need to get past i mean it just offers you that opportunity to get in and then start something that is quite organic with the audience 100 percent, particularly I- in this you know australian environment with tv and things like that they're so strict with how you need to look how you mm. need to act and how you need to appear and I was just so over the red tape. Mm. And I think that's what we love about podcasting. We can just be ourselves. We yeah, can we swear. We come and talk about our fanny 
us, everything. Yeah. You know, so, all yeah. the important, all important the, yeah, things the, the in life. Yeah. That, yeah, need but to be heard about. I think going back to your question, what Jodes and I have um, that's such an advantage that only 1% of podcasters have is chemistry. Mm. Yes. You know, so something that doesn't can't be trained and you just have to have it. Yeah, that's so great that you're actually able to find that in each Completely. other. Completely. Yeah. And what was it like when you first kind of came together and, and, you know, I imagine there might have been a couple of drinks involved at some stage. Mm. I mean, did you guys have much in the way of contributing to what the show was going to be like? Was it all your sort of, you know, brain power? Or was it a little bit like from the people who put you together saying, you know, we want it to touch on this, do this, kind of, you know, whatever, or was it all? Well, when Jodes and I met, we were both in our 20s. So Jodes is three years older than me. Yeah, I'm three years older. Yeah. But we were both in our 20s. So we were both, as we say on our podcast, throwing it back and busting it open. Like we were living a very single life. Yes. So I know that I knew that one time we were going to be together forever is when Jodes said, babe, I've got to leave recording. I've got a, I've got a date to go to. Can you cover me? I said, babe, I fucking got you. You're at the, you've got a dentist appointment. You've got a dentist appointment, you know. So we were both living very authentic single gal lifestyles. So, yeah. yeah, the content came easy. No one had a gun to our head. If anything, to our old um, media company, we were saying, like, what about when skinny white guys have the fucking biggest dicks? And they were like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was right. something that Stocks and I were talking about when we first thought about this show as well. It's so funny that you had a similar <laughs> Yeah. And so you're spending all this time together and you're kind of working through the show. You've only had it up on the Spotify feed since early last year. Mm. Was was it living in somewhere else before then? So we were um, running through Acast, I yeah, believe, yeah. for a long time. Um, we'd always been on Apple Podcasts and then I think Spotify came after that, yeah. um, which we're so grateful for. Spotify have been amazing for us. We have a lot of love for Spotify. Our listeners love, they're obsessed with Spotify. Mm. They love sharing us um, through the app and it's been great Mm. for us, hasn't it? I think as well when we officially cut ties with that old company, we uh, we finally had uh, like an oversee of everything. Mm. So I couldn't actually tell you exactly like where that was beforehand. Mm. Okay, so in the initial setup, you basically were rocking in doing the show Mm. and they were taking care of everything else in terms of of uploading, editing, yeah. that all, sort of stuff? Yeah, or? all they really uploading did. Uploading and stuff, yeah, because it was say, we went to ACAS when we were together. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, yeah. you're bang on. So they were looking after just the actual, the, the, the audio upload itself mm-hmm. and the edit, everything else was us, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you own the show? Was it a shared situation? What was the sort of structure on that? Well, funny you say that. Yeah. And I don't know how deep I can get on this, mm-hmm. but um, we kind of just did a couple of um, episodes with them. Um, like trials. The was actually like a trial yeah and then that's when um we got our contracts and they weren't in our favor and that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) they definitely they weren't in our favor um we we actually had a lawyer look over it because we were like well this isn't right but let's get a higher opinion you know yes and the lawyer was like run for your fucking life yeah run 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 um so then we actually never signed anything so but it was always it was called like like it was always our show. Mm. Um, yeah. We did all the writing, we did um, all the content. They basically just uploaded. Yeah. yeah. The gotcha. name we actually decided on together yeah. was How to Be a Good Bitch yeah. with Jules and Jodes. And it's only it's really this year that we decided to re-brand. shorten it and rebrand to Good Bitch because yeah. it just rolls off the tongue. It's snappy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the Facebook to Facebook. 100%. So, yeah, no, in terms of, like, the creative and the ideas, everything, all of that's always been us mm-hmm. because it's such a personal show. Mm. It's it's really, like, we give so much to the yeah. audience and that's why they love it because it's no bullshit. Mm. They've seen us cry. They've seen us laugh. Yeah. They've seen the lows. They've seen the highs. Like, we've got 
you know, we've got nothing to hide. If we introduce a guy, like there was a, a guy that I introduced called Choke Daddy. It's mm-hmm. this guy who I went to a party and I was leaving and I was, I didn't even look at him. Like I was just being kind. I don't know. I was being kind to everyone. And he grabbed me by the throat in a sexual way and he kissed me on the lips and he said, I'm taking you out to dinner. And I was we love that shit. Go on. <laughs> um, so obviously I told that on the podcast and the next episode I didn't talk about it and the GBs are like, wait, We're, what we need, happened we need to more info. Daddy? Yeah. They really, They really follow your life. It's like a timeline for mm. them and they need that closure as well. Yeah. Mm. It's funny. I'm like, this is the first, with the show, it's the first time I've had to really embrace that level of accountability mm-hmm. and really keep them looped in on stuff because, you know, we're so accessible now through social media. Mm. If you don't, like... They will come they'll at you. Come and you. Also, if they, you know, they're confused about something you said or they don't like something you said, like they'll check you. They'll just reach out they'll to you. Check, they'll yeah. check yeah. you on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that though. I love that shit. Yeah. Do you find like um, if there's someone that you're kind of seeing and you're maybe a little bit more into, you're like, I'm just going to hold back on this one just to see how it goes? Or do you feel like you- <laughs> so, so I'm the single skits. We call me the skits girl. So yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm the one that's getting choked out at parties. Yeah. Jones is the one that's finding Mr. Right. So I'll let her take, I mean, I take just, this away. I, but I love that for you. I live vicariously <laughs> through her every day. Um, so we actually have an episode about this called oh, the, the-, po- the Podcast is Cock Blocking Us. Yeah, great episode. Great episode. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fun one. And... Essentially, we do believe it does cock block us from meeting our um, soulmates. (laughs) Because I guess when you're initially getting to know someone right, there is that level of mystery Mm. and that kind of third wall, right? That indescribable third wall that can't be touched until you really get to know someone past sort of three months. But with us, it's like we're an open book. If you listen to the episodes, you kind of know our dating history. You know what our personalities Mm -hmm. Like, you know what's going on in our intimate everyday lives. Mm. So that mystery is gone right mm. off the bat. And I think maybe that's intimidating for some men. Yeah. I know through our experience, a lot of men get a little bit paranoid, paranoid. that we're going to share our experience with them. They get a bit intimidated, mm. which, I mean, for me is frustrating because it's like, well, first of all, we don't drop names. Never. Yeah. If anything, it's we always we call them like Big Dick Harry. Like yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. in their favour. It is never. <laughs> we, we, we really um, we're not we don't believe in being nasty. No, Absolutely we're, we're, not. we're all positive vibes over here. We're mm. not negative. We're all, we're only all about, we love men. We we're love all men. About up, too much, unfortunately. Yeah, we're all about <laughs> uplifting our kings. So we're never going to put them down. But yeah, I, I do think they do get a little bit intimidated. So, mm. I mean, soulmate, if you're listening, let's get it let's together, go. kings. <laughs> let's get it together. Yeah, you're giving them the sort of the map to come in. Yeah. So, I'm like, come yeah. on, if anything, yeah. I'm giving you a cheat code as to how to yeah, win totally. my heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, come on. I will say, it does work in our favour yeah. for the bedroom because oh. I've slept with two um, fans. fans. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, they do. They go down on me for an hour. <laughs> they do all of the right things because they know exactly what I want. So you're like, oh, I see you've listened to yeah. episode 26. <laughs> They're so paranoid about the There's, negative reviewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even when they ghost us, like, you know, normally they, you, it used to be just like, oh, I guess we're never talking again. Now it's like, hi, Jules, I've loved our time together. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, write yeah. this big paragraph because they're paranoid And about I've left it. you a five-star review yeah, on the yeah, podcast yeah. as well. So. <laughs> I'm going to leave you a five-star yeah. review. I very much enjoyed our date. Yeah. Signed, Choke Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking scared that the GBs will come for they them, come eh? For them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Bay with her Bay Hive. Yeah. 
It is we're true though. Like remember this the time when you got stood up and they were fucking angry. They were what they wanted his address. Yeah. They, we, they were like, what's his address? What's the handle? We're like, no, girl, yeah. settle down, settle down. This is how vulnerable we are. I posted the photo um of me. I had just been stood up and I'm crying. Mm. And I'm like With the pizza? No, oh, that's another time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second time. Oh fuck my god. Well, <laughs> so then was it the dancer? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So the strip show, yeah. Anyway, yeah. guys, you've got to listen. Good bitch podcast. If you're not keeping up, you have to listen. Yeah. But yeah, I got I got stood up. Yeah. And, you know, my um, my media mind kicked in and I was like, this is good content. So And I'm crying. So I just put up a little juice sign mm. and popped that onto GBs and they, like, wanted his address. They're like, we're going to kill this guy. So it's a lovely I feeling. I love it, though. It's, mm. like this is, it's like a genuine bond there, hey? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was, it, was it like this, I mean, you know, meeting each other and finding out more, were you just kind of on this... Uh, voyage of discovery with each other as well to the point where you're like let's maybe just not talk about that here and save this little nugget for the podcast or was it oh 100% <laughs> she's smiling because she knows I get the shits anytime I want the gossip about a situation like I'll be texting her and be like whoa what happened with this guy or what happened with this situation she'll be like I'm saving it for the potty I'm like <laughs> yeah. you mom. and I'm really strong on it because I love genuine reactions yeah. and the listeners yeah. can feel that so yeah. that's why when I tell we often spike the mic because we are squealing especially if yeah. I'm telling jokes like, and then we did 69 and she's like, ah, like grabbing <laughs> the microphone. Yeah, so. I've got like this horrible witch cackle. Uh. So yeah, she holds out a lot um, from me just to keep it really fun and interesting mm. for the listeners mm. because as they're hearing it for the first time, you know, so are the two of us. Because we only catch up, I'd say, what, once a week? Mm, because mm. for us it's important. Well, I mean, we talk. 32 times a day. Yeah, yeah we talk every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of actual physical connection, mm-hmm. we only do it weekly because mm-hmm. we want to keep things fresh. We don't want to get, you know, the shits with each other. I think yeah. as well, going back to your point, 100%, and especially because we are, we've always said we are business partners first. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning the other personality, like, you know, uh, um, our other strengths. So mm-hmm. we're all about working smarter, not harder. So it's like, okay, Jodes, you do this because you're great at this. Like, Jodes is a great interviewer. She is an amazing interviewer. You can write one word and she'll make a whole question from it. Whereas I'm a great storyteller. So we just know our strengths. So, yeah. And when did interviewing come into it? Oh, I definitely, I think it was back when we were doing COVID. So the content was down slightly. Um, This was back when we were doing, we were making off the bedroom floor vibes. And I was in Perth. She was there. We're running out of, we weren't running out of content, but it was kind of like. You're not out there oh, living geez. as much. Yeah, it's a bit exactly. harder. Yeah. And this is when OnlyFans was popping off. Yeah. So we were like, wouldn't this be great if we talked to a girl who was making big bucks, yeah. et cetera. Look, that, well, I'm not going to talk about that. Interview. That was a whole learning game. <laughs> but like just little things like that where, where we're like, that we, when we can't speak from our own experiences, we're like, mm, fuck, wouldn't it be good in. if who has, you know, maybe a future one is about abortion or something mm. or, yeah, just lived experiences we're, yeah. we're yet to live. Yeah, the guests add definitely a different element to the show. Completely. And, you know, the GBs love it. Mm. You know, if they look up to that person and they're on the show, they get really excited. Yeah, yeah. It's just really nice and refreshing to have that third person perspective. Yeah. And sometimes they'll tell they'll tell like they'll tell us off, especially because our humour is quite crass. We're we're shock jockeys, yeah. So yeah. and um I think the guests often don't kind of realise that so they'll be like no no girls that's not what you should do (laughs) do you need to warm them up you find when you get them in get them up to speed well I I would honestly say, I mean, I remember the feedback from, you know, our beautiful guest, uh, our beautiful guest, Denny, mm, mm. a.k.a. Style by Denny. Mm. He actually said to us offline, and I'm sure he'd have no issue with me sharing mm. this. He was like, look, 
Thank you girls so much. I've never had an interview where I felt so comfortable mm, mm. and so safe mm-hmm. and so at ease. Mm. And um, we were having quite a personal discussion, mm-hmm. weren't we, about um, their journey yeah, you know, yeah. as a non-binary person. Yeah. And, you know, they had to be so vulnerable with us. Mm. And, he, and, and they were like, thank you so much for creating that space for me. Yeah. And I think one thing that I want to give us props to, Jules, is we always make our guests feel very welcome mm. and safe. And they always say, oh, you're exactly like the Instagram exactly like like we really are those bitches yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean but to get a, to catch them up on history to be honest if they haven't I kind of think that's on them yeah, like yeah, I yeah. think yeah. if you're if you're going, coming on to good bitch fucking go on the Instagram you'll see there's a big labia right then and there you'll hear us talk where yeah. you know we sound like we've just come out of the pub which we normally have so <laughs> yeah. you know like that's kind of on you do your yeah. research I mean god knows we do yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you read yeah. the we person's read book before we interview yeah. them? Yeah, you know yeah what just I mean? look at the episode titles at the yeah, list and just get know. a vibe like, on it. You'll catch the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because your show, just a cursory glance, you go, oh, it's all about dating, but mm. it's much more multifaceted than that. It is. I mean, we, we're self-proclaimed what we call woo-woo, woo-woo bitches. bitches. We mm. have a big spiritual side to us. Mm. We interviewed a psychic medium recently. Live, live on air psychic reading. Live mm-hmm. on air, which is incredible. Yeah. So there's, yeah, the, you get little tidbits of our... Self-image. You know, um, career. Career. A lot of friendship stuff. Mm. I mean, we have a whole um, confession and listener question segment as well. Yeah, yeah, the GB confessions or confessions of a GB, confessions sorry. Of a GB. Confessions of a GB. <laughs> Everyone's favourite segment. This is another one where the mics might spike a little bit. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just today we're asking, um, we asked on our Instagram and it fucking went off. It was, um, where's the kinkiest place you've ever had sex? And fuck, there are some dark people out there. <laughs> like, I was like, you guys are about to combust some yeah. flames. You need some holy water on y'all. Like, where's my Paolo Santo? Because <laughs> yeah. you bitches are nasty. If you can make a GB blush, then you've done yeah. a very good job. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And going back to the title, I guess, of the show, you're sort of trying to reclaim the word bitch as well. Completely. Yeah. 100%. Well, um, obviously, Jules and I, our background is um, you know, Kiwi. Kiwi. And in New Zealand, to call someone a good bitch is like a term of mm-hmm. endearment. It's mm-hmm. a it's a compliment. Oh, If you say, oh, she's a good bitch, that means that she's a genuine chick. Mm. She means what she says. She's straight up. Like, mm. you can trust her. She's a, you know, a genuine person. Mm. Um, and there is a still, to this day, a lot of mm. negative connotation around the word bitch. Whereas we use it just in everyday sort of colloquial language. Yeah. Like, oh, bitch, yeah, yeah. wait till I tell you what I heard on Saturday. Yeah. Like, for us, it's like it's a friendly, warm term. And I just think... Women, oh, I just, think it, there, there's a bigger conversation as well, yeah. just around words in general that yeah. um, men, especially, would put on us to try and um, to try and lessen our a dirty our image. Ho, bitch, slut, slut whore. So we're trying to reclaim all of that. Yeah. So bitch yeah. is just one of those words. Yeah, mm. women have been pitted against each other for too fucking long. Mm. Like it's it's 2021. Let's get it together. Let's go, let's Good go. bitches, let's go. Mm-hmm. And one thing you've mentioned on the podcast is that Australia and maybe Sydney more in general is very, very masculine culture to what you're used to, I guess, growing up in New Zealand or mm. in WA, is it even? I mean, I consider New Zealand the motherland mm. and Australia is very much a masculine society. Yeah. That's why I always feel so refreshed when I go back home and mm. see my family and I feel relaxed because over here it is go, go, go. It yeah. is super yang, super masculine. Everyone here is super ambitious. Mm. They're driven and they're not afraid to step on you on their way to the top mm. is, is my opinion. I think is I don't realise it until I go back to Perth and, mm. you know, my friends are like, and my family are like, what do your friends do? I'm like, one's a, like, journalist and one's a this and, and we've all got side hustles. We've mm. all got side hustles from the side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> we're all go, go, go. We do everything every night, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They were like, 
that's crazy. Like they're happy just working their nine to five to get the white picket fence. Like, yeah. And mm. it's funny when I go back to Perth, I, I just and, and as Jodes would know, I clock the fuck off. Like I actually become less motivated. But it's something about touching down in Sydney or like now it's game time, bitches. Yeah, yeah you just feel the energy. You do. Back in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just have to keep that balance there though, mm. because otherwise mm-hmm. you'll end up getting you know too stressed mm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, you guys have found a way to kind of uh, well manifest your own destiny really like doing something like this allows you that but there is that certain work ethic that comes along with that but Mm. you're doing something that you're kind of really into Mm. it must make it a lot easier oh 100 percent. like jules was saying to me the other day like you know when we have our girlfriends busting our balls to throw it back and bust it open Mm. as we say on a thursday night we're like sorry bitches we can't we've got to record friday do you Mm. know and you've got to shut it down and it's like once you find something that you're really passionate about and brings meaning to your Mm. life you're just not willing to i guess there's sacrifices that you're willing to make make. right and you're very strong in that i'm very Mm. strong in that as a you know, a duo, we're very strong in that. Mm. You know, just creating the sacrifices to make our dreams happen, I mm. guess. I think it's much easier when you finally like. I know for me, I was in a corporate job for God ever since I started working. You finally start to feel fulfilled. Mm. Like yes, I've been getting paid the less I ever had, mm. but it's like you, you can start to see the vision. Totally. And yeah. I actually, and when we had um, <laughs> towards the end of last year, we we're just like drinking wine and crying into the microphones because <laughs> we were so burnt out and just so trying to get off the bedroom yeah. floor. Yeah. And the gee, we had we were flooded with messages being like, you don't, you guys don't understand how much you've changed my life. Like oh I. My God. I've dumped my toxic boyfriend and now I've actually, um, you know, started going to the cinemas by myself or on a larger scale, I've broken up with my fucking fiancé because blah, blah, blah. So you kind of, you get, when you get, pick up such a momentum, we can't stop now. Like we have too many people relying on us for their confidence and for their happiness, which is why we started. So Exactly. So it's like, you know, you've got to look at how you're defining success, Mm, right? mm. If you're defining success based on monetary gain, Mm. sure, we're we're probably not successful. Mm, mm. But if you're defining success by actually achieving what you sought out Mm -hmm, to do, mm -hmm. which is create a safe space for women, help women feel less alone through shared experiences, Mm. well... I'd say we're doing that. that. So we're successful in that. Absolutely. And then you're getting that dedicated audience and, you know, money will come and you know, whatever and you yeah, but yeah. you're just building that base of trust and yeah it's and a great some, thing there's something innate about human beings i think when you're creating something and pushing out to the world i think you feel more fulfilled mm. yeah. it's it's an interesting feeling we found even since we've been doing this this podcast we mm. find that just yeah, you feel more fulfilled even. it's a lot of fun yeah mm-hmm. could we jump into your process how do you prepare oh, apart from not talking to each other about your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your sort of prep like before Oh, we definitely take inspo from, you know, what's happening around us. And Life. Our friends, society, our networks, what's popping on social media. What are women talking about? Yeah. What's at the forefront of this industry? What do people want to know about? But then we obviously want to put our own good bitch spin on it. Mm, I think sometimes I'll come to Jodes and I'll be like, mm. fuck, does anyone else do this? And yeah. then that's when we'll create an episode. Who pays for the first date? You know, I have an awful dating experience where I was left copped with a $300 bill mm. and right. a date I didn't even want to go on. But, you oh, know, and then rude. we're like, fuck off. And then she'll come with a story and we're like, this is, well, there's something to it. Once we yeah. can feel there's a meat to an episode, yeah. we'll make that main topic. So our episodes are in um, three segments, which is perfect. I would highly recommend it because it kind of, you're aiming, you're not just long-winded for fucking 25 minutes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we have our intro where we talk about our lives and we find that 
we didn't realise. We, that was kind of when we started, that was a space filler. Yeah. And now people are just obsessed with what Absolutely. happens. Even if it is Jody taking the dog out for a walk, people want to know. <laughs> they yeah. live for the they intro. Live, <laughs> yeah. They live for the intro. So we do a little intro um, and then we'll do main topics. So that's where the meat is or, you know, and like Jody was saying, mm. if something is popping at the um, media world, um, let's say consent, yeah. huge one mm-hmm. this year, Me Too movement, we'll definitely talk about that. We'll come with our own experiences, which is why I think GB's open up to us a lot because we've both talked about how um, we haven't had very positive experiences in yeah. the past. Mm. Um, and then we'll end with our – so we've got a flow, you know. So even if one person is kind of like – Babe, I'm tired today. I don't know. Yeah, All I'm we off. have to do is just get main topic and we can, the rest works it out, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just having that sort of framework to work Completely. with. It and, yeah, yeah. It just makes it a little bit yeah. easier to get along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then any kind of rituals that you guys do to kind of G yourselves up or anything before an Pre episode? Pre or post. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, post. <laughs> <laughs> heavy, heavy on the post. <laughs> no, no, babe, we've got pre and post. So yeah. we have, we don't want to, you know, Smut, smut up these classy businesses, yeah. but we do have a, G, a GB cafe and yes. a GB pub. Yeah, yeah. And it's a beautiful flow. As it's soon as they see us walking, yeah. they're like, <laughs> so pub first, cafe later. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my dream. No, so, yeah. we do like um, before every episode, we always meet up at our you know next door cafe mm-hmm. an hour beforehand, and we just go over the ep and how we want it to play out. Mm-hmm. We have breakfast, we catch up, we you know have a coffee, and then it's all on. We walk into the studio, we have our time slot, um, we do the show, and then we're straight next door to the pub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Positive affirmations in there as well? Always. always. We actually always, always. pull tarot. Um, yeah. Not together, but separately. We'll yeah. do tarot and we'll say, we'll ask what is how a situation is going to play out. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll, we take all of this with a grain of salt. Yes. Um, but it is nice just to kind of have that third voice or ho- hopefully helping us. Yeah. Um, affirmations, constantly sending each other memes on fucking Instagram. <laughs> like, Live your best life, queen. <laughs> all of that shit. Yeah. Um, I think but, just you know, gassing mm, each other up and mm. supporting each other through the highs and lows of, you know, what is a very cool competitive hard industry mm. you know mm-hmm. podcasting's not easy it's it's week in week out mm, like yeah. and you have to be on every week you know yeah it is work and go to's at the pub go to's oofed we I'm do. trying to fucking swap from. I put on a bit of weight, not not too much, but I'm obsessed with pints of cider. Mm, so I'll, I'll cider. have like four pints every time we fucking record, and the sugar is adding up. Yeah. So I've swapped to white wine um, today, but I feel fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit woozy, so I'm gonna have to go back to cider. Schnitty, oh no, fucking palmy. Yeah, we do love our palmy. We do lo- we do love our nachos. Shout out to Jim. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. I went through a massive cider phase as well. I think yeah. I probably, <laughs> we used to have these great like glasses at the house yeah. that I was living at, which were basically like rugby union balls. They were love a- it. Australian wallabies glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd stack them up with ice and just yeah. smash the ciders on. You I know, think it's because I don't morning. know if it's because do you do you still kind of feel healthy because it tastes like um, apple juice or something. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I was feeling healthy. I, I, felt, <laughs> I felt very healthy when I went through the uh, seltzer phase yeah. last summer. But then, yeah, I think you get through a few of those and yeah. you don't even realise that you've been drinking and then you have a glass of wine or you have something yeah. rather than like, you're oh, wow, fucked. I'm really drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are your goals and aspirations for the podcast? Oh, how much time do you have? <laughs> how much time do you have? Well, look, we, we wanted radio. We yeah. think, we yeah. are, like we're saying, we're shock jockeys, we're quick. Uh, we give it back, et cetera, et cetera. We've always had that radio dream. Um, live shows for sure. Yeah. Um, I've even been starting to get recognised out a bit more because I'm always fucking out doing something. <laughs> um, and just for them to be 
to humanize you and you know yeah. like, and then they become like your friends like yeah. they really yeah, they think that you're f- um, we are we are we are yeah. we are what about other goals? So the done? GBs deserve a live show to come together then. 100% yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so passionate. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to have that, you know, what would you call it, a little captive audience. Mm. A little have, party with us. Have yeah. you started thinking about how this might come together at all? I mean, it seems like an absolute no-brainer. Completely. Yeah, we definitely yeah. want a live We're show like this October, year. October, September, yeah, October. I think definitely a spring mm-hmm. live show is achievable. We have merch coming out yeah. very, very soon. We're yeah, doing well, a f- you've got a lot of merch on the site that's all sold out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, which was crazy to us that we mm. even were able to... S- we thought if we sold five caps, we just got them for... Honestly, we bought them for ourselves for a fucking laugh yeah. and then put them on and they sold out. Within yeah half an hour. Within half wild. an hour. So we've ordered more yeah. and um, that drop will be coming probably within the next month or so. We've, yeah, yeah. We're doing a photo shoot next Friday. Awesome. Yeah. So we just need to get some photos done and yeah. then we'll drop them. But going back to goals, definitely merch, live shows. We want to interview those people who have never been interviewed before and who are kind of the dregs of society. We're uh-huh. all for kind of the naughty people. Mm. So, um, you know, you have those classic people who have always done the podcast circuit and the you, kind of, you oh. kind of know exactly yeah. what they're going to say. So um, it's boring. for us, we would love to start interviewing, yeah, kind of. Um, to the top picks, dreams. Imogen Anthony. We definitely Ooh. are obsessed with Imogen Anthony yeah. and um, yeah, I won't say too much. Yeah, yeah. Imogen Anthony. <laughs> we are obsessed but even, with her. Even kind of people of that same ilk like Imogen Anthony, Kyle Sanderlands, you know those yeah. people who are like real uh, controversial. Controversial. Yeah. We want to interview those people. So yeah. for us that's even a goal but radio is the big goal. Um, obviously crazy sponsors, people who we never thought would even look at us, et cetera, et cetera. I just know that we were flourish in that environment. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting though. I mean radio sort of in a lot of ways seems to be a step kind of well, not backwards. I mean yeah. there's, a, there's a lot More that comes with More traditional media. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean wh- why do you feel like you want to go down that lane rather than try and continue to build this you know, independence that you have? Well, we, the that. thing is we want both. Yeah, okay. We want it all, Jules. So yeah. we would never... <laughs> it's yours for the taking. You know what I mean? We would never... We would never give up. We would never give up one for the other. Yeah. We would want basically both avenues to coincide mm. and support each other, yeah, right? Awesome. We would want the radio show and we want the podcast to correlate that and the two to kind of, you know, in, mm. interrelate, mm. I guess, in that way so that if you love podcasts, you've got our podcast. And we're, if, that's our X-rated version, you yeah. know? So yeah. then we can still talk about our pussies somewhere. Yeah. But then Absolutely. come to radio. Yeah. I think the podcast will always be the true good bitch. Completely. And then radio would be less fucks and shits. <laughs> mm. uh, the good bitches. Yeah. yeah. Good bitch. Yeah. G-rated. I think as well, kind of, you're kind of asking why the fuck radio. For yeah. us, it's kind of like we've really, truly been recognised on a national scale. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that's what it is There's at the crux of it. It's kind of like the two girls who started on the bedroom floor, you know, like the underdogs, like yeah. now we're fully recognised. I yeah. feel like mm. there's there's a definitely a void in the market for girls like us. Mm. There mm. is. Well, is there a primetime two-girl radio show? No, not two-girl. Yeah. I mean, none that I'm listening nah. to yeah. that girl. is similar to us. Because yeah. there's probably, what, 15 primetime slots mm. in Australia maybe? Mm. Yeah. Really? If you can mm. get on there, that'll change the world. Mm. 100%. Mm. And I think we appeal to, obviously, our you know women is our, 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 our priority, mm. but I think we appeal to men and women. We mm. have male listeners as well. Hey, like 
35% or something, it got flipped on its head. We it started, flipped on its head, didn't yeah. it? I'm like, We've got male listeners now. They're I researching. Think it, a, a couple of... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they're doing the some... dirty s- dogs. <laughs> yeah, we get some very uh, interesting researching-related G- um, DMs. DMs. <laughs> a few sugar baby offers, which we haven't said no to. Oh, I'm keeping all options open yeah. at this point, Kings. I guess, like, if you develop enough of an audience, then, mm. you know, it becomes quite undeniable. And, mm. something, you know, if it is a mainstream radio station... They know that you guys come with this audience, so it's a 100%. bit of a no-brainer. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about the audience that you've developed and the kind of interactions that you're having and the ways that you communicate? I mean, is this it sounds like it's a twenty-four-seven, you know, outdoors always open kind of relationship. Mm, it is, and I think it's something that we probably will have to manage better mm-hmm. in the future because yes. it truly is. Like, yeah. we will reply if one of us is awake. We'll make sure we reply to them within half an hour max mm. and that's like a full thought out like hi Sophie thanks so much babe like it's not a yeah, generic it's thing genuine. Yeah. or we send video replies we yeah, sent like replies. pinged off five this morning just at the cafe thank yeah. you so much we appreciate the love and support like and we genuinely do yeah. we want everyone to feel seen we want everyone to feel like they're part of the community mm. so we reply to each and every person and sometimes they'll be like oh my gosh I, I can't I can't remember I can't believe you even replied yeah I'm surprised so to hear that I mean that's incredible yeah, yeah no, but and, that's what kind of what because we want to be where everyone's besties and that's yeah. the brand that we've built is that we're the girls' best friends and the guys hopefully want to fuck us. <laughs> hopefully. If we're lucky, if but we're bloody lucky. lucky. Um, so that's the brand we've built. So, I mean, yeah, look, it's something that we're going to, when we get bigger. And it's who we are. Like yeah. we didn't study podcasting, you mm. know. We just were just two girls who really wanted to do it and just made it happen. Mm. And mm. that's why we don't have ego because, like, we, we weren't, anyone special going into this Mm -mm. so why would we suddenly Mm. feel like we're special because people relate to us Mm. it's like it doesn't fucking matter Mm. whether we have a thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers we'll always have that same mentality Mm -hmm. could you take us through a couple podcasts that you're both into and would recommend oh this is something that's very off-brand for me but i'm obsessed with the deep by zoe marshall Mm -hmm. so she interviews people no one famous but she'll interview someone who has been cheated on and then she'll interview the person who cheated but it's a very personal or someone who has lost their baby or it's yeah it's really i love her interviewing son it's something that i definitely need to learn is that she'll ask them something and she'll pause to the point where you think your phone's turned off because it draws out their emotions because they're telling completely it's more so yeah Yeah. it's more so storytelling um i think it's just uh, i'd love to have her on one day but um, I love hers. Um, after work drinks, which we're both a fan of. Yeah, we do love after work drinks. Once again, quite off brand. It's two <laughs> magazine um, editors. Yeah, who just talk about. I think because they're quite feministy vibes without even really realizing it. Um, after work drinks, the deep. Um, who else? Oh, obviously, we've been super inspired by Call Her Daddy, mm. like OG Call Her Daddy. OG, though, not... O- OG, when it was Alex and Sophia, mm. we loved their dynamic. Obviously, things shifted when Alex went single. Mm-hmm. Um, you 60 know, mil from Spotify. Oh, I mean. would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it, it hurts me personally yeah, to, yeah. to think about how deeply Sophia has fumbled that bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? It's... Oh, she just, yeah. She I just can't down. even believe. She should have taken the fucking deal yeah. on the balcony. I just can't even believe. Um, what else? Something that's really funny that is definitely, I'm not supposed to be the demographic for, but is Bad Friends. Have you heard about it? No, what's it's that? It's the two comedians and it's so 
crap, like it's so politically incorrect, which was so off brand for me because I'm very like politically correct. Um, they're just two comedians, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino in the US. It's more so a YouTube thing. They've done it really smart because it's almost like you have to watch the YouTube, but they're on podcasts. It's called Bad Friends. Another one that I was enjoying recently is No Filter by Mia Friedman. Oh, I love yeah, Mia Friedman. Oh. Because, again, it's it's the nitty-gritty and interviews. And it's the interview style. It's the interview style mm. that we love. It's the nitty-gritty stuff. Very empathetic. I love that mo- that um, mothering, like nurturing side to We her. love the wild ones too. What are those girls' names? Oh, um, After Work Drinks. No, they're the other girls. Oh, After Work Drinks. Oh, we're the wild ones. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Mickey and... Lucy? Lucy, yeah. Yeah, we love those Surely girls. <laughs> yeah, that's we're, pretty we're good. <laughs> I feel like we just, we try to stay across everything that's sort of, you know, that's sort of going on, I mm-hmm. guess. We kind of, we dip in and out of different genres. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Well, we've got to put these all in the show notes as well. So you've given us a few things that we now need to look up. So thanks Please. a lot for <laughs> the work a little bit harder. And then finally, just advice for other, you know, wannabe podcasters mm. or just anything. I mean, you guys have had a, quite a, an array of experiences. Just any mm-hmm. final thoughts? Oh, consistency over talent. Yeah. Consistency over anything. I feel like we are, we are, well, we were and we still are the hard, hardest working girls in the podcast land. Like, Make sure, wake up, even if it is you crying into your wine glass, into a microphone, to give the people what they want every week, week in, week out, for exactly. sure. Oh, there were some weeks where I, I honestly didn't even want to be behind a mic. Mm-hmm. Like, we go into it in the podcast. I won't, I won't get into it mm. now, but I've just gone through adrenal fatigue and burnout. And so, you know, we actually took a week off mm. and I shared that with our audience so they could be sort of involved in the journey. And I was just flooded with messages just being, you know, like, we're here for you. We'll be here when you get back. And mm. I don't want to get emotional. Yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're just like so sweet. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they really care. I think as well, if you if with the podcasting one especially, what aren't you hearing? Yeah. What What's missing? Like what the reason why we started is because we couldn't hear our friends or we couldn't yeah. hear ourselves in the podcast land. So if you want to start something fucking great, go for it, consistency over anything. But find your niche and fucking hone in on that. Exactly. Don't wake up and be like, oh, I want to be the next shameless. Mm, mm. I want to be the next or good pop bitch. culture fucking another pop culture just like think about what is missing because yeah. we were like what's missing is where's the bitches that are going to Aldi on mm. the weekend <laughs> yeah. paycheck, paycheck. getting the, kicked off Centrelink hello where's the bitches <laughs> yeah getting kicked off Centrelink buying the $7 house sav and mm. then fucking getting their heart broken every week like mm. we want to talk to those girls we want to be here for those girls and you know that's why we've developed this little following little, little following mm. uh, one last question I guess if someone wanted to get into the good bitch podcast which episode would you recommend they jump in on? I reckon oh. start from the jump. Like, really go on the journey. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, go on the journey. But if we had to pick one. <laughs> if we had to pick I, one. I, I loved the one we just, um, we need to tell you the truth. Yeah. I loved that, that was one. That was a good that, one. The chemistry was, yeah, I, I go back to what the best chemistry between Jodes and I, what we organically laughed at. I think what we we need to tell you the truth. If you want to laugh, I do love um, talk dirty to me. Yeah, anything that's Jodes and I not not throwing shade on our guests. Yeah, but the best impression of good bitch is just when it's Jodes and I authentic running, running our mouths. Yeah. Well, the chemistry is absolutely undeniable. Sitting across the table from <laughs> you both, you. and thank you very much for spending the time. I've been a little bit slow because I've got the baby brain at the moment. Oh, we'll <laughs> forgive you. We've made our jobs We're very three easy. Drinks in, so <laughs> go off, King. Go off, King. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Thank oh, we you. won't hold you back from the nachos. Yay! Yay. Thank Let's you get so it. much. Thank, thank you. you.